This is Family Court Vision. I don't know how I feel about this episode. <laughs> kind of went off the rails a couple times. <laughs> the podcast where a man and his mom discuss all things basketball. On today's episode, you can find out how Jack gets cut out of the family inheritance. The Corey, we- <laughs> the Corey Weissman story, 1,000 to 1. Did we rate it 1,000 or did we rate it 1? Do you think everything happens for a reason? And find out more about the WNBA. The draft is happening and the jerseys have been unveiled. Very wild <laughs> roller coaster of an episode today. Thanks for being here. Let's boogie. Welcome to episode 17 of Family Court Vision. It is 7 o'clock on Wednesday, April 14th. It sure is. How are you, Jack? I'm good. I have a lot of stuff that I brought to talk about in this opening What's New With You segment. (laughs) That is good because I have almost nothing other than let's just wish a happy Ramadan to our uh, listeners who observe. Yes. Happy Ramadan. Um, I also, I think you could probably consider what I have brought today to be nothing, but I try to, I just try to think of what, what has, what's been a little different in my life this week than it was last week. And there's actually been a lot of stuff. Ah. So I'm just going to, I'm, we're just going to have to rapid fire because we don't need to get into all these things. Okay. Before you start though, I'm noticing your, that your elliptical is behind you. That means you guys did some redecorating. We did. We did, uh move it around a little bit. We moved it from the from the bedroom to out here in the living room, which has seemed to work out a little better. So that's good. Okay, good. Sorry. Okay. So rapid fire, what's going on? Well, speaking of that, I am a little personal news. I'm officially lighter than I was at the beginning of the pandemic. Whoa, that's which, great. Which for me, I think is an accomplishment. I think it's not an uncommon thing for many of us to have gained weight over this time. You know, mm-hmm. I think lack of activity in general, but also lack of motivation for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm officially lighter than I was in March of 2020. So that's cool. Did you, was there something you did to do that or just paying more attention? Uh, it's mostly calorie tracking, drinking a lot more water mm-hmm. and trying to get at least some activity in every day. I try to do five days on the elliptical, full 30 minutes cardio. Wow. wow. Um, but like yesterday was a very nice day, so I took a walk down our street. Um, so nice. just trying to be more active than I was, and the results are showing, so that's good. Well, before um, you rapid fire the rest of them, the only thing I brought today kind of um, goes in contrast to what you just said, and that is the, <laughs> that um, sometimes in the morning I get into a bad habit of driving through McDonald's to get breakfast. Uh-huh. And when I do that, I gain weight. It happens, you know, it's when I'm lazy and haven't prepared ahead and haven't, I don't have something to take with me and it's pretty quick to drive through. And I made a new year's resolution that I was not going to do that at all for breakfast this year. And I broke it this week. Listen, a new year's resolution getting to the middle of April. That's pretty good. I think it's probably the longest one I've ever kept, but I'm yeah. still like, it wasn't necessary, but it was very delicious. Yeah. So that is probably putting me in the opposite direction of your pandemic 
news. I mean, if I had to leave for work at whatever ungodly hour you have to leave for work at, then <laughs> I'm sure I would give myself some excuses every once in a while. So that's fine. All right. Thank you um, for forgiving me. Yes. Um, uh, the second thing is uh, I started a new project at work in which I'm calling people way more often than I usually do. So I've just, I've heard a lot of hold music this week and I just, I find it very interesting what hold music people choose for their businesses. I've heard some classical music. I've heard some pop, some hip hop. I've heard some um, very intense, like showdown music. Like when I get <laughs> off hold, like something's going down. So that's been fun for me. I know okay, again, yeah. very exciting. I, I'm going to need you to record some of that and play it for us next time. Okay. Yes, I will. Um, then my third thing is uh, we got uh, we DoorDash Red Robin this uh, this weekend, which I, I don't know if I've ever had. We don't really have a ton of them on Long Island or anywhere close to where we live. Um, but they have an Impossible Burger, and it was very, very good. Hmm. Um, and in the in the delivery we got a little packet of it's called reds all natural original seasoning mm-hmm. this is what it looks like okay and wow. it's empty you, lo- you loved it so it came empty it's sealed and it's empty <laughs> which again i know means nothing but i was convinced i was telling lauren i was like this is our ticket out we're gonna sell this for thousands of dollars because i know like people collect this stuff uh-huh. you know like like Coke cans that are like fully sealed, but don't have anything in them. Uh Um, But then I went on eBay and found like things similar to this going for like $4. Um, Listen, that's $4 more than it cost you. That's true. It's, Mm -hmm. it's not my ticket out, but, um, but what's your favorite veggie burger? The impossible Whopper from, from Burger King is, is King always will be. I don't, I, I like you. I'm a vegetarian. I don't eat those fake burgers i eat like the morning star grillers but i don't eat the beyond burgers and the impossible burgers the ones that are supposed to taste like meat because you know what i say jack different well, things are different different things are different yes right. because you, so you don't if you're not eating meat you don't want to then eat something that tastes like it's supposed that's to be right meat. that's right see that i'm i'm a vegetarian more now in my life for health reasons but i still like the taste of those things so if i can get the taste yeah. with Maybe a little healthier, although a Burger King Impossible Whopper is maybe not the <laughs> healthiest thing, um, but I'll still take it. And then the last thing is Eric Collins. We could we should just call this the Eric yeah. Collins Show because I feel like <laughs> we talk about him every week. But Miles Bridges, his favorite name to say, just had a ridic- like one of the best dunks you'll ever see. I'm not sure if you've seen it. I I just tweeted it out on our on our Twitter. Okay. Okay. Um, but it gave Eric Collins the opportunity to to explode and it was just so much fun um so how how long was he he tends to extend miles bridges name miles bridges it was was excitement so it was quick well he seemed to like see it coming because he said miles bridges before the dunk actually happened oh like as he was running towards the rim and then the dunk happens and he screams oh my god home diddly (laughs) d So, so much fun. Um, so check right, that out on our Twitter. I'm going to look that. Yeah. yeah. Check that out on our Twitter, everybody, because that's a lot of fun. Anything else besides driving through McDonald's for you new this week? Nope. That's it. I wrote Ramadan and broke my New Year's resolution. Uh, well, that's okay. Um, 
clearly we both have a lot of exciting stuff going on in our lives. <laughs> Hold music and empty season packets. It's great stuff. I hope. I hope that when this pandemic is over, like, I feel like we can blame this on the pandemic right now because we're both pretty cautious people. So, you know, we're not going out to restaurants and we're not doing, you know, socializing. I'm hoping when this is done, we have more to talk about because that will just reveal that we're just boring, (laughs) awful people. (laughs) Right now we can use this as an excuse, but. Right. Well, pretty soon, pretty soon we'll be able to say like, hey, I went and saw my friends today or whatever. So. Mm -hmm. That'll be more exciting stuff. Um, so uh, maybe let us know what's new in your life on by emailing us at, at uh, familycourtvision at gmail.com or interacting with our social media on Twitter and Instagram and at famcourtvision. Let us know what you think about our movies. Ask us mailbag questions. Tell us how boring our lives are, whatever you want to do. Um, <laughs> make fun of us. Bully make, us. Bully us we can, 100%. We can take it. We can take it. Yeah. Um, but now let's move into our first segment of the day, which is basketball news of the week. We're done with NCAA talk, except for draft stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't need like a special NCAA segment anymore. Um, so NBA stories, I feel like there's less this week than we normally have. Mm-hmm. But, it's been um, a quiet week. Um, first and foremost, the Nets and Timberwolves game on Monday night was postponed they actually then played it on tuesday um but of course um following the incidents and subsequent protests in minnesota um i think it's important for us to to uh talk about these things when they come up Mm -hmm. and um just another tragic tragic killing senseless Devastating. 100% unnecessary. Right. Completely avoidable. Uh, just, a, it's, it's, it's just ridiculous mm-hmm. that, you know, that we're at this point in this country's history and, and nothing really has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, you know, obviously we're here to talk basketball and, and do fun things, but it's it's hard to focus on that when these tragedies continue to happen in our country and um yeah. obviously our our hearts go out to the family and friends of of the victim and um yeah yeah there's some know. there's there's some good information on Instagram um of ways to support Dante Wright's um baby and fiance I think yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Um, so you know, you can you can find those things on Instagram and and really, if you can support people. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so what that what that led to was the the postponement of of mm-hmm. that basketball game. I know members of both those organizations and across all of sports, really any league, um, many have have made statements and come out and and said things I don't, I don't really know but um but yeah i know that we are a basketball podcast but i just have to express my fandom for Mo- marcus stroman mm-hmm. pitcher for the mets yeah long island raised yes um i follow him on twitter and he is 
outspoken about things. And I really appreciate that because I know that there are a lot of athletes who don't talk about, um, you know, racism and, and other controversial topics because they don't want to tarnish their public image by discussing things like that. And, and I think that Marcus Stroman, for me, it, it polishes him even more by being someone who's, who's outspoken. So I just wanted to shout out to uh, Marcus Stroman, who I very much appreciate on Twitter. And you said, and some of the, some of the people who comment on his tweets, I do not appreciate, but it's not a shock. I've been on Twitter for a while, so. But especially, like you said, especially in a different league in baseball, where I think it's um, a little tougher to speak out on these issues than it is in in basketball. I, we've talked about the that dynamic many times. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, um, he also, you know, again, I know we're a basketball podcast, but um, I Marcus Stroman had two amazing games this week, and I think he only only one hit out of twelve batters or twelve innings. In 12 innings, he pitched, and one one person got a hit. So Let's go maybe Mets. we'll switch over. We'll, we'll be a Mets podcast. Well, the good thing that we have is that basketball between the two leagues is an all-year-round sport, yeah. so we'll, all, we'll never have an off-season, really. <laughs> um, uh, more unfortunate news. Jamal Murray, uh, in a game on Monday night, tore his ACL. Uh, it was a little unclear what happened at first. Um, it was right at the end of the game, and he just kind of collapsed running. Ouch. Um, yeah, and went down, and he's you know definitely out for the rest of the season, could be out for yes. a good part of next year as well. Well, uh, he has just re- injury, do you know? I, I don't know enough about that injury, but I think you have to have surgery for that Okay. Um, to recover fully. Um, but he, yeah. Yeah. Um, just really sad. I mean, we talked about this when we talked about awards and injuries, but like this, a lot of people have been saying like this kind of takes the Nuggets out of title contention now because he was, mm. you know, their second best player. I mean, he exploded in the bubble last year. Like he was, he had some ridiculous games and him not being there is really going to hurt their chances. And it's just unfortunate mm-hmm. that that could be the reason. Um, so we wish him well in a speedy and healthy recovery. Mm-hmm. Okay, some some better news. Steph Curry became the Warriors' all-time leading scorer uh, just this week as well, which mm-hmm. was crazy to me. I would have thought that that would have already happened by now, because he's. I For, mean, he's in, to be the Warriors' all-time leading scorer, scorer specifically. Yes, mm-hmm. in in that franchise history. Who did he beat? It was Will Chamberlain, who is. He was a, a warrior. He he spent time there. Yes. Ah. Okay. Um, but, uh, and he, I mean, Will Chamberlain is crazy scorer. He's I think fourth now on the all time leading scorers list in NBA history. So he's, he's ridiculous, but I would have thought, I I didn't think he was with the Warriors for that long in comparison to Steph and Steph has had some ridiculous seasons. Um, so congratulations to Steph. I just would have thought that would have happened already, but. So the other night when that happened, Mm-hmm. I had already gotten into bed for the night. I was doing my pre-sleep ritual of scrolling through TikTok for way too long, uh-huh. thinking that it's going to help me sleep, but keeping me up for way too long. When dad bursts into the bedroom to tell me about Steph Curry, 
and he reenacts Steph Curry, the whole thing. He's like, like and, one of the one and of then the he plays. like, but yeah, and 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 his response afterwards, where he like where he like flexed, and then he like put his arms up, and Dad was so excited. He reenacted the whole thing for me. So you didn't even have to watch the game. You had it right there. I didn't. I I you know I had my own personal game right uh-huh. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was pretty excited. And then real quick, I didn't put this on the on the main thing, sorry. Uh-huh. Um but Mark Cuban, who's the owner, or I think they're calling them governors now of the uh Dallas Mavericks. Um he just today or yesterday came out in complaint of the play-in tournament for the NBA playoffs, which is okay. uh, something new that they introduced last year with the bubble. They were trying, or the bubble, I'm sorry, to try to um, approximate what, what the rest of the season would be. So they had like the four lowest seeds have a play-in. Actually, last year it was the two lowest seeds have a play-in to see which one actually got into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. This year it's the seven through the 10 seeds have like a little mini tournament to see which actually which two teams actually get the seventh and the eighth seeds so i understand the cavaliers the mavericks dallas mavericks Mavericks. yes and this i have a problem with for a couple of reasons one is he voted for this in the offseason okay so why is he complaining because the mavericks are currently in seventh meaning they would Ah. have to play in this play-in tournament and not get automatically into the playoffs like they normally Ah. would Mm -hmm. so it's just a personal thing that he's mad that his team isn't good enough to get into the top six seeds and they're gonna they're gonna have to play this play in tournament for the first time this has ever happened but but i think the play in tournament is great because it creates this drama where the seventh seed they have to work really hard to try to get that sixth seed and get Mm -hmm. out of that play in tournament so it's not Mm -hmm. just a fight for the one seed now it's also a fight for the sixth seed And now instead of just eight teams being in playoff contention, now you have 10 teams in playoff contention. Mm -hmm. So now Mm -hmm. the 11th seed can try to get into that 10th spot. So you have less teams tanking and giving up on the season because they actually have something to play for now, which I think is great. So dad, I'm sorry, this is an all dad podcast here. Dad has recently become obsessed with Shark Tank. Um, uh, yes, which, yes, he told me about this. It just, it just seems like such an empty nester hobby to have, but he's obsessed with it. He watches it. He watches reruns. And what he told me recently about Mark Cuban, because we, I, if it's on, I don't really watch TV, but if it's on, I'll, I'm aware of it being on. And at, recently, Mark Cuban like gave one of the people an ultimatum. He was like, "No, either you go with me, or you, or right now, or I, I don't back you." Don't ask the others what they're going to do. You either go with me or you don't, which sounds like this issue that he has. You know, he's like, I'm in. I, you know, I don't want to play around. I don't want to have to deal with these other people. I, you know, sounds like a consistent thing for me. Yes. Yes. I I do like Mark Cuban a lot in, in many situations, but Mm -hmm. um, we can see where the motivation is behind this complaint. So, Mm -hmm. Um, all right. WNBA, I would argue, Mm -hmm more or or higher stakes news for WNBA this week, which I think is maybe the first time. But what's crazy to me, I'm going a little out of order here. I didn't realize the season starts a month from today. Yeah, May 14th. That I did, I was not prepared for that. Mm-hmm. I thought it it's was like a our- June or July open. No, 
No, it's on our family calendar. And it start. I think the Liberty play the first game. Yes, they do. That's, That's why cr- it's on our calendar. That is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. A month from today, we're getting into the WNBA season. That's wild. Uh, and then we can stop talking about the MNBA and just talk about the WNBA, right? Exactly. Right as the playoffs are starting, that's when we'll stop talking about the MNBA. Priorities. Yes. Priorities. Yes. But that's that's wild to me. Uh huh. So I got to do I got to do a lot of prep work between now and then to yes, get ready for do. the season. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Speaking of but getting team, ready for the season, teams, yeah, teams are also getting ready for the season tomorrow. Tomorrow, the draft. <laughs> tomorrow is the draft. Sure Although is. by the time all of our fans are listening to this, it will have already happened. Maybe we'll see. Who I, you gotta. Uh, all right, um, I have a couple of predictions. We didn't do like an activity this week of predictions, right? But I have a couple of predictions. Not many. Okay. But a couple. So first, I just want to point out, I think, because I looked at, it's a three-round draft. I looked mm-hmm. at it. I wrote out everybody's draft draft numbers. Mm-hmm. I think the Mystics are the only team that don't have a draft pick. Zero, in the whole draft? In the entire draft. The whole really? draft. Wow. And the Mercury only has one third-round draft pick, almost at the end. But we may have mentioned this before, but the Dallas Wings have the first, the second, the fifth, and the seventh in the first round. So there, I mean, this is not a a crazy prediction to make, but Charlie Collier is likely to go to to the Wings. Um, Uh I'm going to say, not everybody's saying this, but I'm going to say Ari McDonald is also going. I know last week Um, you you were talking about how high you were on her, yeah. Yeah. You think you think in the you think the second pick? I I'm gonna say the fifth pick. They have one, two, five, and seven. I'm gonna I'm gonna say five. Okay. Because there are some um international professional players who are getting a lot of buzz. So it's not just Mm -hmm. the the college players. So Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's their third pick, but it's the fifth pick. So Charlie Collier, Ari McDonald to the wings. I'm going to say um, Dijanae Carrington, who is from Baylor. Um, mm-hmm. She was the one who was fouled on at the end of the game. Um, yeah. I'm going to say she's going to go to the sky in the second round. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to say Dee Dee Richards also. Also Baylor. Is going to go in the second round to the L.A. Sparks. Okay, cool. And, and Tri- Trinity Baptiste um, is going to go in the third round to the Storm. Okay. That's so it. Those That's, are your, I wrote those them are down, so, so we'll see how it looks. But the, those are my um, predictions. But yeah, I thought it was kind of interesting that the Mystics are the only team that have no draft picks, unless I'm reading things wrong. But I wrote it all out. You know what we should have done? We should have... Um, like recorded after the draft on Thursday and pretended like we were draft like we were recording tonight and be like, oh, I think, and then say like everything that happened, like make one mistake so that it's clear like we we didn't. But, oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah. Next but, year. Um, next year. <laughs> next year. <laughs> yeah, next year we'll do that. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's the WNBA draft. So definitely check that out. I think it's on at seven tomorrow night. So check that mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And then. Something we had talked about and we were waiting for 
the New Jerseys for the WNBA. The not new, not New Jersey. Right. The <laughs> what's a synonym for new? <laughs> I don't know. I the jerseys that are new this year <laughs> just dropped. Uh, mm-hmm. Nike. Uh, and we're going to have a segment about it later, so we won't get super into it now, but a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of cool. I like a lot of them. Yeah. And they have three versions. Each team has three versions. Yeah. And we can talk about that later when we, when we do our segment about them, but yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like them. So, um, yeah, stay tuned for that segment coming later. Anything else mm-hmm. on news? Nothing else on news. All right. We're going to get into our second segment of the day, which is our movie review of 1,000 to 1, the Corey Weissman story. So we did Which say... Is not the movie that we said last week that we would watch. Plot twist. <laughs> Psych. Uh, I think we said we were going to watch Hoop Dreams, right? Mm-hmm. But we didn't. We watched this we one instead. Not. We did. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm conf- confessing all of my sins this week. So I put it off too long. And then when I went to see how I could stream Hoop Dreams. It said the runtime was about three hours and it turned out there would not be three hours available to me prior to um, recording this tonight for me to watch that. So uh, quick switch, faster, hour and a half movie, 1,000 to 1. 1,000 to 1. Which I thought when I wrote it on it, because we have a big spreadsheet of all of the basketball movies, I thought... It was a documentary. It sounds then, like the, the title sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's not. It is a true story, but it it, it's fictionalized it, for the. Right. It's based actors. on a true story. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so so um, it's the, the story of this um, college athlete named Corey Weissman who in uh, he was a he was an awesome uh, high school basketball player he scored a thousand points in high school that's where you get the 1000 um, and then he went to play at Gettysburg Gettysburg University State College College Gettysburg College Gettysburg College um, and in his freshman year um, unfortunately suffered a stroke uh, which uh, really affected his I mean was very scary in the beginning and then in his recovery and rehab, very much affected his ability to move the way that he used to. Um, and so he wasn't able to play on the team until, you know, until the very end. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, it's sort of this uplifting story of perseverance and believing in yourself and never giving up um, mm-hmm. and a true story. Yeah. This is a true story? It is mm-hmm. a true story, yes. All right, that's really weird because two years ago, the same thing happened to an SU player. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, like they had a stroke. Nobody knew they had a stroke. And then they like told everyone like on the game he came back to play in. Yeah. It was crazy. But that's wow. weird. That's why I'm shocked. I was like, wait a minute. This yeah. sounds so familiar, but it's a movie that has Yeah, and this was from before. I think it I think the 2000 2009 is when he had his stroke. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's just weird to me. That's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. sorry. Uh, starring uh, David Henry of Wizards of Waverly, Waverly Place fame. Yeah. And yeah, Bo, I, I was like, oh, I, I've, I've seen this guy before and I didn't know why. And then I found out he was in Wizards of Waverly. Not that I watched that a lot when you guys were younger, but I would walk into the room and, and see that on the TV sometimes. Uh-huh. What, what did um, you think? 
Well, first of all, I thought it was kind of cool because, you know, his best friend Pops, one of the other basketball players, Pops. Yeah, Pops. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. The actual Pops was in the movie. I spotted him because, of course, I had to look up Corey Weissman and get a little bit more information. So he had some pictures of Pops. And then at the game at the end, I was like, oh, there's Pops right in the stands. So he was one of the one of the fans in the stands. Also, Corey Weissman was in the party at the beginning. Yes, he was. And had had a had a little speaking role. Uh-huh. Um, and and Corey's mom played the physical therapist. Yeah, that was really cool. That was like a that yeah. was a, that that wasn't just a, a little, you know, brush of the camera. Like she had real lines and scenes and stuff. Yeah. And she's a physical therapist, so mm-hmm. she, you know, that was a good good choice. Yeah. What did you what That's did you it. think of this movie? a nice little movie it was it felt like a you know a tv movie an after school movies you know was you know it was a nice little movie it wasn't it wasn't something i would say is like theatrical or like wow but it was and it hit you over the head a little bit too often at the beginning with uh fate versus free will how you react to something is more important than what happens to you all does everything happen for a reason like they you know we, we got it we maybe the sixth or seventh time you you said that little little phrase there. We I think we got it. You didn't have to keep going, but yeah. Um, overall, it was just a nice little movie. There wasn't really much plot, and his no. at any stroke is a bad stroke. So this is not you know, um, this is not at all like underplaying that he had to work hard to get back to where he was. But fortunately for him, he survived it. And fortunately for him, he initially had a little bit of difficulty speaking but was able to um strengthen his his face to be able to speak clearly um and you know it was his non-dominant side that it was on so he was able to to work that and and do things so he looks at things in a positive way um and i think it was a nice message i mean he's i looked at his instagram i scrolled through his instagram and very often i scrolled you know just quickly back through, but I noticed that on the anniversary of this happening each year, he posts a picture and he wrote the past couple of years. um, It seemed like it was the worst day of my life and turned out to be the best day, which I thought was interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, you know, I guess he felt his life changed. So. Yeah. I know like in the movie, they had that um, sort of little plot line at the end of him playing with that that younger kid who also um had suffered a stroke and mm-hmm. sort of being a role model for him and I know I also scrolled through his Instagram and it looks like he um does some public speaking mm-hmm. and um works mm-hmm. with younger kids who may have dealt with something similar um so you know he may have found a a, a calling in life that you know he he uh, really enjoys and and that's great yeah um yeah, I thought it was a nice little movie yeah I had a couple um, quick things. These mean nothing, but they're just things that I'm like, "What? That's weird." Um, and they kind of they kind of said it later. But the serving pizza at the college party, mm-hmm. invite me to that college party. I've <laughs> I've never been to that one. Maybe I'm outing myself as a big loser here. I didn't get invited <laughs> to the pizza parties, but um, but that's that seemed pretty cool. Um, <laughs> um, let's see. I uh, thought that I something I I thought was interesting. He had a, a shirt that said Mr. 1000 
that yeah. he was wearing when when he was he had his stroke while he was working out in the weight room. And I was like, you know, I get that he was that's a big accomplishment. And that was his high school. He's a freshman in college on a basketball team and he's going to wear his Mr. 1000 shirt out in public. Like that just seems that just seemed a little cocky to me or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the, when his dad picks him up when he's in the hospital and then drops him on the ground and uh-huh. then, the, and then it's like a little like, huh, dad dropped me. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so there was that, there was, of course, not looking at the road while driving, which stressed me out. Uh-huh. Um, there, there was a lot of son, you can do this. And maybe it's just me, but you my parents, you guys never called me son. <laughs> I get that you have to continue to reestablish the relationship throughout the movie, but like, <laughs> I just, it's, it, I don't know. Well, even so, we we have faith in you, son. You you can do whatever you put your mind to. Thanks, mom. Um, the therapist, I think it, he was the guy from Elf, right? Who? Um, the the like head boss of the publishing company. The guy who's screaming at Walter Hobbs when he's like oh, leaving I don't and know. saying, "Well, uh, you've you've watched Elf many many times." So I, I wrote, I wrote, I wrote down the line: "You walk out of here and you're finished here at Greenway." <laughs> that was his line in in Elf. Um, right, I'll have to look into that later. So that was, I think that was the guy. Um, uh-huh. And then, so what Jack, what do you think? Time? What do you think? Is it uh, fate or free will? Why are you looking at me like that? Cut, like, what, life? The things uh, that happen uh, to us? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't, I don't know. I'll, I'm going to say it's free will. What? What is free will, though? Every, the, I'm going to say it's not fate. Okay. I don't believe in so fate. It's, so it's coincidences. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I I'm sorry. I thought we I thought maybe we could have a conversation about that, but you I'll know pull a, just, I'll pull a, just I'll pull just sitting here on our audio podcast, you just shot me a look, so I guess we'll move on from here. No, I can I can pull a first take and just take the opposite view. It's fate. <laughs> what are you talking about? You have no idea what you're talking about. It's always been fate. We should should we ha- should we do that? Should we do like fights and stuff? Yeah, we should do fights and stuff. I think that okay. would be fun. All right, let's set up a fight next time. Yeah. Um, did you have a least and most favorite in this movie? My least favorite was the repetition of, do you think everything happens for a reason? That was my least favorite. Okay. My least favorite was, even though it was only an hour and a half, it felt like it still could have been like an hour 10, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so just the length overall is my least favorite. Most favorite? It just was a nice feeling movie. I also liked at the beginning when they were doing the establishing shot of that he's at Gettysburg College. So he dribbled his basketball from like Ohio to Gettysburg or something, but went past all the monuments and everything else. You know, we, we, we were very clear on where he was, but I, but it was kind of cool. I probably haven't been to Gettysburg since I was a kid. Um, so it was kind of cool to see all that stuff. My most favorite was his mom 
See, look Aww. at this. I would she do was... the same for you. Thanks, Mom. I appreciate oh, it. Oh, I oh, there is something else I wanted to point out. I'm sorry. Now I'm going out of order. So when he was the when he was the water boy at practice. Yeah. When coach wouldn't put him in and let him be part of the team, but allowed him to take stats and get water and everything. They had a particularly strenuous practice. And one of the guys came over to get water from him. And the guy said to him, oh, man, I'd do anything to trade places with you right now because he was like tired and sweaty and everything. Yeah. And it seemed like it seemed like a. um I mean, it was, it just seemed like a stupid thing to say, but I can guarantee you because one of my best friends in college um, is someone who um, uses a wheelchair. And so all four years of college, we were, she, her name is Lori. Mine is similar. It's Laurie pronounced a little differently, but um, we went, we were, we went everywhere together for four years of college. We were together all the time. And people say some really stupid things to people with disabilities, you know, like people would say to her, she was someone who used a wheelchair. She was not, she was not able to walk. So it wasn't a sometimes thing. It was an always thing. And people would say to her, you're so lucky you get to sit down all the time. I just look at them like, are you kidding me? So that line jumped out at me. I would do anything to trade places with you right now. I was like, that just seems like, oh, what a stupid guy. But like literally people say stupid stuff like that all the time. Uh-huh. Okay. Do you have a rating for this movie? Uh, you go first. <laughs> Again, like you said, I think the story itself is like the real guy. That's great. Mm-hmm. And good for him. And mm -hmm. what an inspiration. But I really did not like this movie at all. Um no. So I'm going to give it a two. Oh, look. You were holding it below the camera so that we could... Okay. I also so. give it a two. But yeah, I give the actual Corey Weissman a, a 1,000. Nice. Nice right? callback there, Mom. Yeah. Thanks. Good Thanks. job. But it's true, though. I'm going to... He has a TED Talk. I'm going to watch his TED Talk later. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that averages out to a two and that'll tie it with our last uh, movie on the list, which is Teen Wolf. Mm. So those two. <laughs> I think we should start adding more sound effects to this podcast. <laughs> of just, just you making them. Just me. <laughs> yeah. Ready? Okay. As we Well, how are we going to try to watch Hoop Dreams for next time? Yes, we're going to try, okay. which means we know right now that we can't do it on Wednesday afternoon. Yes. yes. So this Saturday, I will be watching Hoop Dreams. <laughs> so you watch Hoop Dreams too. And mm -hmm. mom, you want to give us a little transition sound as we move on to our last segment of the day, which you is our things on the spot, which is our WNBA Jersey draft. Jersey, 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 Jersey. How's that? <laughs> Maybe do draft to echo draft to draft. Because it was that was the last thing, thing I said. <laughs> you, you know I'm having issues today, so yeah. Okay, so it's the WNBA jersey draft. We we talked earlier that they just dropped um, a whole bunch of new jerseys for every single team in the league, and with the draft coming up tomorrow, we wanted to combine both of those things, and so we're going to alternate just like usual and draft our favorite jerseys for whatever reason you have. Um, but once it's picked, the other person can't pick it. 
and we're each going to pick four. Okay, but I only wrote down four. <laughs> welcome I, to I can... <laughs> welcome to the procrastination episode of Family. No, Television. no, no. I I I really like all of them. I think they're great and fun, and they have they have. But when I really looked at all of them, there were only because we said, "Oh, what do you want to do? Three, four? What you know?" I found four, and the other ones I felt like. They might be kind of cool, but they weren't ones I wanted to pick. But I, okay. I have them all written down, so I could I can pick a runner-up if I need to. Are we going our most favorite to our least favorite? Whatever, however you want to draft. If you want to like steal one from me early because you think I'm going to take it, okay. okay. I'm gonna I'm going first. Yes, you are going first. Yes. Okay. Here's what I want to say first, though. These jerseys, there are three iterations of them, three editions of them. One is the Explorer edition, and that's their team jersey. Just like the basic, that's their jersey. Then there's the heroin, with an E on the end, edition. That's their home white jersey. Okay. And then there's the Rebel edition, which is their female empowerment jersey. So, I, you know, chances are the ones that we pick here will be the Rebel edition. We'll see. For each of them. Um so I'm going to go first. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. The, fir- the first one, wait, should I like talk about it and then say what it is? Or should I say what it is and then talk about it? No, tell me what to do. I would say say it first so that somebody can like okay. look at it if they're watching, okay. if they're listening. Okay. I am going to pick the Rebel edition of the Connecticut Sun. That is mm-hmm. my top favorite one. Favorite, favorite, favorite. First of all, it has the word Kisusk. K-E-E-S-U-S-K on the front, which is the Mohegan spelling of the word sun. The Mohegan tribe, I believe, owns the Connecticut sun. Mm-hmm. And they are called the sun. And what's really interesting about this is that Mikey went to great pains to involve the tribe in the design of these of this jersey. So they talked to the tribal council, the elders, and a medicine woman. And this particular... The rebel one is in honor of a a very famous medicine woman from their tribe. And there are pieces of it, like the design is designed to show that they're one with nature. There's a dot in the center that represents the spiritual life force. Then there are 13 dots around it that um, recreate the Mohegan creation story about Grandfather Turtle's back and the 13 moons of the Lunar New Year. So I really love the whole tie-in of all of that. And so my number one choice is the Connecticut Sun's Rebel jersey. Okay. Uh, My first pick, I'm going to go with the New York Liberty Rebel jersey. I know it's not not one of the more out there ones. I'm just going to say, you're like really rude. For taking that one? Yeah. In everything that we do with basketball, I never take LeBron for anything because I know that you want LeBron. And you took the New York Liberty. I have to be honest with you. I I thought that you wouldn't have liked this jersey. Well, it is my fourth choice. My thought is because it's not that different from what they were already wearing. Mm -hmm. And it's not like there's not a crazy design or anything. But, and there's not a great backstory to it either. There's a there's a 
there is a backstory, but it's not some of the some of the teams have like a whole web page devoted to what every piece of it means. Yeah. But I'm gonna so it's 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 their like light bluish green, what's the color? Teal, I guess you would call it. Mm-hmm. Um that that that's their color. So that's the main jersey. And then on the front it says equality. And the I in the equality is the torch, the Statue of Liberty torch. Um, so I, I just want to say this is sort of a retroactive award for them because I've always liked their branding. I love the mm-hmm. color scheme. I love the name. I think that's all great. I, I don't know any other professional sports team that like uses that color scheme. So I really like that. Um, and it's, of course, you know, Statue of Liberty, equality. Statue of Liberty is a female character. It all makes sense in the in the theme of it. But they also have included the like copper color around the mm-hmm. the neck and the arms, um, mm-hmm. which is actually a reference to like the or, or, like the origins of the Statue of Liberty because that's like originally what it was made out of and what it looked like, um, which I think is really cool. And that's I'm not sure if they've done that before, but that's that's a, I think a cool color to introduce to their color scheme too. So that's what I'm going with. All right. Is let's this just, a snake draft? No, let's just alternate. I think that's okay. that'll be better so that I don't okay. steal two of yours in a row. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. We, I would hang up right now. How dare I? Okay, go ahead. Next, I'm going to go with the Dallas Wings. Mm-hmm. Theirs is it's a, a, a World War II um, Warhawk plane symbol, which was manufact- manufactured in Texas. And it was test flown by the Women's Air Force Service Pilots, also known as the WASPs. So it has a, a women empowerment piece to it. And it also is cool, like, you know, that like old fashioned military stuff. You just look really tough and also like funky and retro, you know, uh-huh. like old, like Indiana Jones or something. You know, it just it's just like a, a really cool look. I Like, I feel like their warm up jackets should be like those brown bomber jackets or something. The bomber jackets. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I like that. I just yeah. like the look of it. And I and I like that it also is empowering about women. Yes. Um, okay. I do. I th- there's one that I really really like, but I have a feeling it's on your list, so I'm gonna I'm gonna no, save it till my ahead. last pick. No, go no, because there's also there's another one that I also really like, so I'll take that oh, okay. here. All right. And it's the um, the one that you talked about a couple weeks ago, the Mystics one, uh, the Mystics Rebel. Was that all on your list also? On my list. <laughs> So are you out of picks now? (laughs) I am, but I found two others I can talk about. Not that I love them, but I'm not surprised you would pick the Mystics. Why is that? You really want me to talk about this right now? Lay it all out on the line. Okay. So since you were a young lad, you have been a big fan of U.S. history. Yeah. And of the founding of our country. Yes. Um... You had a, a club when you were a child that you made me and Brielle attend. Yes. And it was very called important. the George Washington Paul Revere and Horses Club. Yes. You, it was. You, dec- you decorated the clubhouse door. You took Cardboard attendance. Box. You took attendance. I did take attendance. To the yes. It was important um, that all the members were attending. <laughs> 
And I think that's all we did. I think we just looked at your door and we, we took attendance and that was the, the end of the club meeting. Um, but you did have the George Washington Paul Revere and Horses Club. So I know that, you know, you are a big fan of um, the history of our country and the this um, uniform has a piece of that tied throughout it, specifically yeah. in regards to women. But right, you t- you talked about this that it has this cool line, sort of up the side, across, and then and then back up towards the top, um, and it has the text of the Nineteenth Amendment of the Constitution, which of course gave women the right to vote, um, and so it's really cool. I I. I am a little uh, confused why the NBA team in Washington is called the Wizards and the WNBA team is called the Mystics. And of course, there's plenty of problems with the football team's name from Washington. Like it feels very easy to go with a either politics or capital or history thing with Washington, D.C. So I think this is a fun, a fun thing for that. Um, I like the design. I like the colors. So that's what I'm going with. I have, I have three facts about it to share with you. Okay. The red that's in the jersey is the same color red from the Women's March. Ah, it's a, it's a little bit lighter. It's almost a pink it's, sort of. Right. It, it was chosen specifically because it's the Women's March red. And the, the beige is called Parchment Beige. Oh, like so it's the like the real constitution, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then in the short vent which that might be like, there seems to be a little cutout on the jersey. Um, you know, women tend to be curvier around the, the hips and, and bottom. And to wear just a straight cut of a shirt is not freeing. So Nike put into these a vent on the side or, a, or like a seam on the side so that it kind of opens that up to give them more freedom of movement. And within it, there's a little piece of that that parchment that specifically says shall not be denied oh very nice yeah that's a nice touch right cool so those were that's what i would have talked about had that been my pick yes of course you go right ahead it wasn't go right ahead with your backup picks i suppose all right so one of my backup picks is the chicago sky because it's kind of cool it looks like a glass ceiling being shattered yeah. That's right? The, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also, it says Chicago is known as the birthplace of the skyscraper. So as the pinstripes fade away into the Chicago fog, it reveals the Jersey word mark. So there's, you know, it's kind of cool. Like it was really well thought out. I, yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. So that I'll, I'll go well. with, I'll go with that. Okay. I hope I'm not picking your last one here. Um, I'm going with the Indiana Fever. Why are you going with that? You did not watch Stranger Things. I watched the first season of Stranger Things. <laughs> was that your that was be your of... last backup pick? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really, Jack, it's Jack. You are cut out of the inheritance. This is that's the one that I was that's saving it. for you. That's, that's it. You're cut out. Oh no! You and all your money? No! All, all of this is no longer yours. No. Um, but the Indiana Fever, yeah, it's it's the font is the same as the Stranger Things font because, of course, Stranger Things t- takes place in Indiana. 
it's whole, it's like the whole jersey is like blood spattered, which is really cool. I just say it's a nice homage. Um, do you think I, that they I love will, the design? It would have been my, one of my think, first two picks. I was saving it for you. Do you think they'll change their mascot to the Demogorgon? Oh, they should. <laughs> that's that's definitely. I mean, we talked. They're they're the ones who had. I think I picked them for like weirdest mascot or something. He's just like a strange looking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the Demogorgon would definitely be more intimidating. So, mm-hmm. okay, your last pick, or did you? Yeah, your last pick, right? grasping at straws so. here i don't know um i kind of like the idea of the minnesota lynx because it has like a music um it looks like a, a music staff or something uh-huh. and the mute there's a, a place that has an influence on the music industry it's called it says minnesota is home minneapolis is home to first avenue a tiny venue with an outsized influence on the music industry and women artists in the industry. I like that. Yeah. So that's, that's that you have one more. I do have one more. Okay. Um, and this is my, f- this is my fourth pick because I mean, you took some of mine. I don't love the colors of this, but I'm going with the Seattle storm rebel Jersey. Um, cause I just like the idea. They have a sort of a sash swooping across, um, the front and I think the back as well, although I haven't seen a picture of the back. Um, but it's sort of in reference to the, the suffragettes, uh, sashes that they wore in fighting for the 19th amendment. Um, so I, again, history and I like that homage. I think that's a good, uh, a nice touch that they put on there. That is the WNBA Jersey draft. <laughs> So that you're, what you're saying is that's it for episode 17. Essentially, sending, yes. Sending questions, comments, movie thoughts, and guest suggestions to familycourtvision at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at, at @famcourtvision, And don't forget to subscribe or follow on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next week on Family Court Vision. The mother of all basketball podcasts.